Welcome to Psychic Sisters. We are two souls on a mission to demystify what it means to be psychic. I'm Gabrielle and this is my soul sister Cass. And if you're ready to understand what being psychic really means, come join us weekly because psychicness isn't out of this world, it's grounded in ourselves. And honestly, we are so sick of the lies, the misconceptions and the misconstrued nature of what they say it is. So come learn the truth with us and let yourself be psychic. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to Psychic Sisters. My name's Gabrielle, and I have my girl Cassie with me here. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know if I was allowed to call you Cassie. You can call me Cassie. <gasps> can I? Yeah, you can call me Cassie. Can we keep this on? Yeah, like, let's, let's not it. even get rid of this. This <laughs> is just like who we are. Like, I call her Cassie, and I'm trying to get the world to call her Cassie, but we're just, we're getting this. Little... Yeah, full disclosure, guys. Obviously, I call myself Cass, but the reason is, is when I was married, if you don't know, I used to be married. I only stopped calling myself Cassie because Cass worked better with my. Um, marriage name and so now that I'm you know in the process of getting divorced I'm really trying to take back um, Cassie and yeah so what's up Cassie (laughs) anyways anyways we hope you're well and we hope you're thriving we're actually recording this on the 8th of the 8th as you Mm. might know the Lionsgate portal Um, and this week we're actually here to talk to you about trusting your intuition and um, we're really going to teach through something that um I may have missed a intuitive sign and a really big one. And Mm. that still happens to people who are psychic. (laughs) You know, we're constantly preaching to you guys that we're not perfect. And even with the work we do and consistently, you know, connecting and channeling with our guides, there's still things that we miss because we are human. Um, And this is probably a topic that we've wanted to dive into for a little bit, but we've been apprehensive. We're both very excited because it's a topic we both love. Yeah, but I've mm. bruised my ego slightly. Yeah. So welcome, ego. I see you. I love you. I honor you. And this is a big thing. And I think that's something we don't, or I don't personally talk about is like sometimes I'm apprehensive to talk about stuff. Mm, I am aware. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're so aware. They're not so yeah, aware. <laughs> Um, I, I think that's a big thing for us. Like we always want to be as, as transparent with you guys as possible. Um, and so we're really excited to basically talk about past lives and yeah, I didn't say that. You didn't. Yeah. We didn't actually get into that. We basically want to share, um, some experiences. Well, I'll share my own experiences, which is flashbacks I've had from past lives, but we're probably going to more just talk about how these can be key signs as to, um, you know, lessons that you need to integrate and learn or trauma that you potentially actually have to process through. I've spoken about it a lot on this podcast. I've dealt with a lot of witch wounds um, and uh, I've had to really kind of like work through a lot of that um, by integrating these quite impactful past life experiences that I've had. And I know for me personally, just going through that process has been so life changing and and transformational or something that I know a lot of my actual one-on-one clients I usually work through because a lot of them have a witch wound. Um, Most women 
do, let's be honest. Um, yeah, and especially those who have the label star seeds, we mm. generally are really scared to speak out. And I think something we don't talk about enough is I know 80% of the people listening here will call themselves a star seed, a witch, an empath, an intuitive, which all is the same label, mm. right? But we have this deep-seated fear to step out and own that. Yeah, and I think that uh, the only thing that has really changed for me has been taking back the power of witch. Yeah. And I think being so comfortable calling myself that has just allowed me to step into so much more of my own power. Because for me, the term witch really just means like a woman who is connected to her power to Mama Earth and... Um, and realistically the manifestation power so if you walk mm, around saying I'm a manifester mm, you're actually unknowingly calling yourself a witch in what we determine to be okay words today yeah because really all that quote-unquote spells and all that is like that's just manifestation yeah and we did a huge um ritual last Wednesday Mm. um and the like the I know I have like goosebumps yes that was fun and powerful, and it's something we do quite regularly. Yeah. You know, and, and to some people it might just look like we're just putting some stuff in a jar, but there's so much power and intention that goes into these little spell jars or boxes that we create, and, you know, us just sitting in that potent circle together as well as just us merging our energy together and obviously raising the vibration within our space, and it's powerful. I always... And I've said this so much to Gabrielle, like I quite often will have flashes when we're in this space of us in past lives, mm-hmm. when, you know, we've done this in spaces where we weren't safe, um, where, you know, if we had <laughs> sat in a circle and cast a spell like we do quite regularly, you know, we would have been doing that from a place of like, oh, fuck, are we going to like be, you know, burnt? Um, so I always like that little juxtapositioning when we do it now in our sacred home. Yeah, and I also think, like, a lot of those lives for us were, like, in Mintican or Surian or Mm. a different type of being where, yes, we probably still were persecuted or it was frowned upon, but we don't always carry what we deem to be a witch wound from this earth. Mm. Sometimes it comes from other herbs, and I know a lot of Mintican souls feel this so deeply because there was no persecution on Mintican starseed homeland um like there is here today if you guys don't know much about starseeds I will do a podcast this week on my um individual solo podcast (laughs) we're doing so good with words (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) that's so good um yeah but for those of you who maybe aren't resonating with that uh, absolutely I think one of the main witch wounds that um you know, you'll come across is this fear of speaking. And again, this is going to come across if you're not resonating with witch wounds and absolutely it could just be a star seed wound as well. Um, but women have been silenced for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Um, and what that has resulted in is that we are afraid of really claiming our power for speaking up, for saying no, for saying this is what we desire. And it's something that you will consistently come up against when you step into this space and so the past life aspect of this 
just to share some of the ones that I've been through is once I really started to step in and go, yep, I'm a witch, I'm a psychic, I'm here to do this power, I'm here to spread this magic in me. What I was experiencing was um, I would be trying to actually connect with someone's energy and I would start getting pains in my body or actually like visual um, imagery and stuff like that of past lives where I had been burnt alive or hung or just murdered in horrific ways and this was obviously because I had claimed that power and so what I was able to do through experiencing these past lives is actually soothing that old self but also soothing the the version of me standing here right now who knows that she's safe and and so once I was able to sort of like process through the energy and the emotions coming through that it's allowed me to feel safer and safer in this space. I know once I had this like really bad burning sensation in my neck where someone had literally like lassoed me and dragged me along the ground. Um, But again, it sounds crazy and it sounds potentially um, scary for some of you maybe, but actually being able to integrate this stuff really does allow you to go actually I'm fucking safe in this lifetime and I can absolutely share my voice or do do whatever it is that might be coming up in these past life um experiences that you're having yeah and I think so many people receive their past lives and they're kind of like okay well you gave me this bag now what do I do with it Mm. and the whole point is to to see yourself in the mirror is to see your true self Mm. And I think so many people perceive that they have layer after layer of mask after mask that they're wearing. But when you stare yourself in the mirror long enough, you see your own eyes, which sees into your own soul. And when we receive our past lives, it does similar. You are just witnessing yourself as your soul is in what it calls home. So the more you just look at it, be aware of it, see it and own it and know it, that's all you have to do. Mm. Yes, you may have to shed some tears or burn some anger, but really it's just being aware of who we are is enough to diminish the pain of it. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is realizing that a lot of the fears you might be experiencing in this life aren't from this life. Yeah. And so I believe that this is why you will experience these past life flashbacks because uh, your your soul is sort of trying to say, hey, look, this is here. This is why you're feeling this way, and it's totally okay. Yeah, or even be called to work with a past life healer. Exactly, yeah, because you may not be able to do all of this on your own, especially if it's, you know, maybe you're experiencing these past lives and it's involving someone who's in your life right now which is something that can obviously be quite difficult to handle if um, said person has potentially done you wrong or you've done them wrong and there might be some healing that's needed to occur. It may not be really easy to to do on your own. Um, But there's definitely a reason why you would be experiencing this sort of like a past life um, flashback or whatever because obviously your soul is trying to send you a message to work through something. Yeah, and we get past lives on so many things. Like, 
I know I get it a lot when I meet new people about how we connected together or how we grew together or what our connection was. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just to give me awareness that they're my soul family because the truth is not everyone roaming around this earth is your soul family. And that's why you'll meet some people and you'll be like, I've known you for my whole life because they are your soul family. And we are on a contract to roam freely until we're destined to meet them. And this is why I always say to people, you haven't met half of the people who yet will impact your whole life because your soul family generally is spread out far and between. They're not really all coming in one moment. So Mm. really know that you're on a contract to roam freely until those calls and contracts are all ready, that you've done your work, they've done their work, and you're ready to meet. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, do you want to talk about, I guess we really want to just talk about how important it is to actually, I don't know, take these seriously in that there could be some warnings coming through from these, which is something that Gabrielle has experienced recently. Um, And again, we always tell you guys, we're not perfect. Um, And I don't know, I feel like I want to throw it over to you. You tell the story. Yeah, so... Um, maybe like six months ago let's go with six months ago mm. I met someone who entered my circle and I literally met them for the first time and they just came over for dinner and actually I think they came over to be honest it was so blurry about how I actually met them because the flashbacks and past lives went for the whole next day um, and I started getting all of these um, flashbacks that started by me being murdered and then me being abandoned and being hurt um, with this one particular person who had entered my life. And I remember being on the phone to you, Cass, and I was on the phone to my coach, like just absolutely in tears being like, I really don't understand why this is all happening. Like I've never been so angry. I feel like all of this is going wrong. Like I was like, it felt like I was going crazy, but every time I would close my eyes, And I was so scared to sit in and just receive. Like, I was fighting this with everything I had. Mm. Um, I didn't want to accept it because I knew if I accepted it, it meant that I had to lose people in my life. Mm. And I just wasn't in that point where I was able to do that. And it's okay that it worked that way because Mm. they've walked out of my life now and I'm so grateful for that. So I started receiving these horrible downloads every time I'd close my eyes. I actually was on the phone to my coach at the time. I was working with an embodiment mentor and she was like, all of these downloads that you're getting through, like they're deep rage that you've been holding in your body for all of these lifetimes. And I was literally on the phone to her and we were doing like anger release after anger release. And if you've never done anger release or somatic work, I it goes so beautifully when we start to receive downloads and awarenesses. And I was just like punching a pillow for like hours on end and um, Mm. really just like releasing all the anger because I was so upset by nothing that had happened in my physical life, just my metaphysical life. So from all of these downloads, I just pushed them aside, really. Yeah. And I tried really hard not to remember them. And the person said to me, and they were, like, quite concerned. They were like, how do I make you like me? And I was like, well, don't hurt me in this life. Mm -mm. Don't do anything. Don't leave. 
don't like get me in a situation and then leave me to deal with it <laughs> which is like what most of the past lives were about that I was left to deal with my all of the problems which were mostly children um and all killed based on my decisions and my actions anyways in this life I decided to go into business with this person when I say it back it was clearly all a mistake but humans have the ability to block out awarenesses Mm. we choose to become blind to situations and I'm sure by me saying this you're able to realize some blindnesses that you've had in your own life so I honor you to be aware that we become blind whenever we want we don't want to see the truth sometimes the truth is scary and messy and we have to leave something that could have potentially been beautiful Mm. um just on the base of our gut feeling and honestly it would have been so much easier if I walked away. Mm. Think about how different it would be. I I would have just come and lived with you. I, we talked about it. Yeah, we did. Like while you were receiving these downloads, that was wow. I didn't even. We, that only just glitched. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, absolutely. That was part of the conversation. I was like, you probably need to get out of there. This wasn't when I was living here, so it was like you need to get out, come move in. But you processed and worked through it, and you're like, oh, it's gonna be okay. Um, and we did. We almost pretty well completely forgot about it went on with life yeah and then um I went into business with this person and it was sadly lie after lie um issue after issue um one thing after another and I had really blind faith and it was really hard because I think so many women really do want to have someone in their life of the masculine role who will support them and who want to feel safe in that. And I was almost pushed into um, trusting someone. And I kept saying to people, like, maybe I shouldn't do this or, um, like, I shouldn't do that. or But I just kept doing it step after step and untrusting my intuition mm. um, and my own gut feeling and my own awarenesses. Because um, I remember you did something and I was like, oh, I'm so surprised you did that. And I was, I was shocked. Mm. Um me untrusting my intuition in that point this has been the biggest time in my life I've ever not trusted my intuition and um it's been a great learning lesson and to have that person out of my life and have the awareness that I think in most lives our only our only thing is to hurt each other yeah yeah and this is really what's sort of jogging in my mind right now is obviously what we've now reflected on. Like I was the one who actually came back to to Gabrielle. Once this was sort of all dwindling down, I'd actually been talking to my ex-husband about it because he's someone I can still talk to and trust quite well. And I was like, holy fuck, like she actually received these warnings and she didn't (laughs) trust it. Like we could have avoided all of this. Um, And actually went back to Gabrielle and said, hey, has this occurred to you? And the look on her face was like, oh, I'd completely blocked that out emotionally, spiritually, physically. I had no remembrance of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't until I was processing it with someone else that I had, it's almost like it came back into my awareness. But one of the things we've spoken about a lot, Gabrielle, is like, obviously, like, what is the soul contract? Yeah. And I think this is something to really think about is like, if you are, you know, you're going to have soul family, right? You're going to have soul family, people in your life that you've come to earth for lots of different lifetimes and you're gonna have particular things that the two of you are working through agreeances that you've got of like 
these are the lessons that we're going to teach each other. This is what, unfortunately, we're going to inflict each other on and this is what we have to work through. And it might take lots of lifetimes to actually overcome that or to, clo- I call it, say, like closing off that karmic loop. And I don't know, we're remaining hopeful that <laughs> potentially what Gabrielle has successfully done this lifetime is closed off that loop. How are you feeling about that now? Um, I feel like it ended quite peacefully. Considering? Considering the situation and the amount of lies and... Mm. Yeah. The pain it's caused. Yeah. Um, I think we ended things on a good note. I think so. I mean, like, it wasn't death, like, Arthur Wire times. <laughs> just in comparison to, like, the potential of what it could have been and what we've obviously, you know, witnessed from the past lives. But I think as well, like... This is another really important point is like be mindful of like when you are either you're going in and having like a past life reading with a professional or you're just, you know, receiving these feelings, knowings, you know, visuals about past lives that, you know, it's a key to something, whether it's with someone else or something that you just need to work through, that there is obviously healing to be done in this space. Yeah. And I think... At the end of the day, we all, no matter if we're psychic, intuitive, mystic, witch, we all wonder if we've done the right thing. And the Mm -hmm. one thing that I know that comes back to my inner compass is I've done all I can with all that I have. And Mm -hmm. I didn't try and create any malice or any harm. And I'm still trying to, in this space, not do that. And if you can just live your life trying to come back to the point of, I didn't try and leave any malice or harm, you've done the best you can. And we're all human. Mm. And the thing is to note that hurt people hurt people. And even people who are healing still hurt people. And to hurt people when they come together will always just be to hurt people who can't help each other. Mm. Yeah, so true. Um, hurt people. Yeah, you said that. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so it's really important that when you look back at your life and your inner conflict, mm-hmm. and I think yesterday and today has really been the start of my actual healing journey in mm-hmm. regards to any of this. It's been a really long chapter and we can only go through as much as we're willing to. And I think the truth about the fact is I'm really grateful this all happened. Like it's, it wasn't easy and the hurt and the pain and the unsureness wasn't magic, but it took me to levels deeper within myself to formulate deeper trust and mm. pride and peace and self-awareness. And at the end of the day, if this really is just some earth school, mm. you really do get to sit here at the end of something that hurt and broke you and go well I learned it in this life and now I know I don't have to learn that again in another life Mm. and that's really how I live my own life is that each thing that happens good or bad up or down left or right it's just a learning and it means it doesn't have to happen again Mm. I always say to to people friends clients whatever it's like people will ever yeah, people will either be in your life for a reason or a season, mm. right? So every single person that you interact with, whether it's just someone on the street, even in my belief, or someone who has a more integral part in your life, like they're teaching you, you or you are teaching them something. And so actually take time to really reflect on that. How are you contributing to the people in your life? Is it good? Is it bad? What are the lessons that the two of you are teaching each other? And potentially, 
reflect on just like what kind of growth can come from that. I love looking at the people in my life and thinking to myself, what is our soul contract? Like on a soul fucking level, like why are you in my life? Um, because <laughs> I don't know, this is just me um, because I want to make sure I tick all the boxes in this lifetime. But uh, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I fucking can with everyone that I'm meeting to make sure that I close off as many soul contracts as possible. Um, and so, uh, yeah, just just see like how how are you positively or negatively impacting those around you. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and I think it's really important that when we do look at soul contracts, we look at our own. Mm. And I really want to point this out because I just did a post on my Instagram this morning that's gone absolutely off. I've had 30 messages. That's why I need to get back to some of them. It's on my to-do list, guys. Um, But when you have a soul contract with others, you can't just look outside of yourself. You Mm. have a soul contract with yourself. You put yourself here for a reason, not just to affect other soul contracts. Your biggest soul contract is your own. And I know that right now we are in a heightened state of this world and the star seeds who are here on double missions, meaning they're here for their own growth and the growth of humanity and others, are being called to wake up. I am sadly witnessing so many people choose not to step into their soul contract because of fear. Your fear is your ego and the bigger your fear is, the more that you know that you're not stepping up to your own mission because your fear is the resistance. And in life, there is nothing more to learn through than having the resistance and not being able to trust yourself. Like when we, when I look at healers, the best healers I know trust themselves and their messages and like even that and what I've told you guys this morning today has been my biggest spiritual missed message yeah i mean that's something very similar i think both of us obviously sat down this morning with the 88 portal the lionsgate portal and obviously connected and channeled with our guides and and trust was the big thing that i received through from my guides it was like everyone's just looking for trust but a lot of people looking for it outside of themselves and actually coming back and building that self-trust within yourself leads to trust within the guides trust within the universe and trust within those around you but it really does always stem back to you Mm. because you are everything anyways yeah and um this is really beautiful last night i actually um with ritual it actually has crystals and so many more things that are part of it and i actually walked in here and i picked up a crystal pack i haven't even told you any of this Mm. so this is like a cast news story um and i did this huge crystal healing on myself last night and actually my aunt Jackie messaged me this morning was like I really want you to do crystal healing out of my studio as well Mm. so I was like what a synchronicity there was so many synchronicities this morning and I think that's because we're just open to possibilities because it's just a magic number Mm. right like the eighth of the eighth has nothing to do really with abundance this is my belief yeah if that is the numerology number of the eighth of the eighth but what about the ninth of the ninth or the tenth of the tenth or the eleventh of the eleventh the actual portal has to do with being in conjunct with Syrian mm. energy and 
Um, I had a beautiful Serene come through last night and open my third eye mm. when I was in that crystal healing so deeply. And now I can see in the Akashic Records. I've never seen anything oh, in the Akashic Records. Normally I'm only trans-channeling. Yeah. Um, and I normally trans-channel this beautiful old man and I normally hear his voice in my head and that's how I connect. And he actually opened my third eye and I can see him now. Anyways, I've just been waiting to tell you all day. It's 12.16 and I've finally gotten there. So... Like, we don't know what we're getting into when we go into all of this. And, like, I think so many people, and the reason I'm saying this is so many people perceive you can only see past lives. A lot of them Mm. are feelings. Like, Cass really did describe feeling the pain and the burning. And I want you to be open to the awareness that if you have aches and pains in your body, like, I actually have... um, I have a jaw problem and it's from being shot in a past life. I have a knee problem. It's from being dragged in a life. Um, They're not this life problems. Mm -hmm. They get to be healed. The more I have awareness of them and dive into that past life, the more healing that happens. And they really are starting to dissolve the pain and the agitation around them in this life. But it doesn't just be something we see yeah I think a lot of mine have or have been like feeling sensations that have kind of led to me going oh hang on a second what is this feeling that's coming up and then as I sort of dived deeper that's when I sort of started to get the flashes and stuff of like holy shit like okay I can see that this feeling is from you know this there again this is going to depend on your different um Claire gifts which I think we have a episode literally dedicated to the Claire cut types. I think it's the old <clears throat> podcast. That's cool. It's still no, the same. It's, st- it's, st- it's still on the same thing. Yeah. 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 Cool. So it's back there if you don't know the, um, the different Claire types, but yeah, just honestly be open to it. And again, the key word that I'm sure you've heard the two of us talk about so much is trust, right? Trusting the feelings you're getting, trusting yourself, trusting what your guides are saying, Generally, nine times out of ten, they're not trying to lead you astray, but sometimes they're just funny and sometimes they're just um, testing you as well. But it does really come down to uh, trust. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's so many different versions of self-trust and Mm. trusting your intuition, trusting yourself with money, trusting yourself with how you show up in the world, trusting your actual mission. Mm. These are all different types of trust. I think so many people just pursue, pursue, pursue is a great non-word for English right now. Um, Perceive that we're just talking about having trust in your intuition. But how you do one thing in life is Mm. how you do everything. So I really honor you to look at how you trust yourself with money Mm. because it's generally a really good indicator. If you feel like you can't trust yourself in that area or in relationships... If you start working on those two types of relationships, you will see your intuition trust build as well because how we do one thing in life is how we do everything. Yeah, I just want to just emphasize that. I think I use that phrase all the time. Yeah, it's, it's a very good phrase. Yeah. Um, amazing. Well, I think that that's really covered off past lives and trusting and just, you know, I think the biggest message really that we want to get across to you guys with this episode is that... If you uh, are experiencing anything that you're like, okay, I feel like something's coming up. It's not from this life. It's from a past life. Like I potentially shared on this podcast, maybe not, but I've done a lot of womb healing from past life trauma. um, And that's been a big one for me because I've struggled a lot in my womb space. I actually feel like I haven't spoken about that much on here. I have on my own personal podcast. 
Um, and so, you know, that again took this deep trust of like, I know that there's something wrong. I know that it's not from this life. I'm going to go down a pathway myself to actually heal this space. Mm. Um, and so again, that came from a trust of, you know, just knowing your own fucking body over anyone else. Cause no one else can really tell you, um, you know, what you're feeling and experiencing and all of that. And that's where that deep sense of trust really needs to come from. So yeah. Mm. Amazing. Well, Gabrielle, what's happening in your world right now? Um, so much is happening in my world. So um, I've still got one business coaching spot left starting in September. I've got my masterclass on actually becoming an embodied healer and not just having a qualification, but actually embodying that qualification, becoming that. I think there is just so many people out here that I touch contact with on a daily basis that actually don't embody their soul's essence. So I'm running a masterclass on that. It's on the 13th of August. It's currently $77. Price goes up as soon as the masterclass is over. It is going to be epic. I have a psychic development membership. If you've ever wanted to grow your freaking psychic developmentness, come join me. So that doesn't start till the 3rd of September, but it's currently on sale now. It's currently $66. The price will go up to $99 per month to be part of that. You get so much with that. Um, what else is happening in my space? Oh, I'm about to launch a absolute free masterclass in a few weeks. I really want to pre-emphasize that. Please message me if you're a Reiki healer, a shaman, a psychic, an intuitive, or you want to be in business because I'm literally going to run a masterclass on stepping up and stepping out. Yes, I'm excited for all of that. Yeah, I'm really excited. You're coming to my um, masterclass. I am. I'm so excited for I'm the masterclass. I'm coming to your masterclass. Yes. I fucking come. Wait. Okay, so very excited, guys. Obviously, I spoke about it last week, but I am running a masterclass um, on the 22nd of August. It's a Monday night, and this is going to be on the Saturn return. I talk about it. I love it. I vibe it. I love astrology, and... I'm going to be basically teaching you, A, how to read the very basics of your natal chart so that you actually can know what your Saturn is, what degree it is, what sign it's in. Plus, like you're just going to learn how to read the basics of your astrology chart anyways. And then obviously just explain to you what um, the Saturn return is all about how you can work out what your key dates are, how to know what areas of your fucking life are going to be affected. If you don't know what the Saturn return is, Saturn return happens between the ages of 27 and 29 to 30, and it happens every 27 to 30 years, basically, of your life. So you potentially have two to three of these in a in your lifetime. Yeah, so if it's not this Saturn return, it's your next one, so come join. Yeah. Also, I really recommend, I started learning about this when I was 26, you started teaching yeah, me yeah um and the awarenesses and i think how easy it's going to make my sat return <laughs> yeah um i highly recommend it like i wish i learned it even earlier so if you are younger mm. i still highly recommend going because the stuff that you get out of it and the awareness of who you're becoming because you get to the age of 29 and you're like relearning pretty much who you are yeah um to be able to know where the blueprint for that is going is absolutely amazing and i'm really witnessing that in my own life i only just stepped into my satin return and 
I think knowing where mm. it's going, I'm literally like just making sure I'm turning it that at every angle so it gets to make life so much easier. Yeah, I'm coming into this obviously. I didn't know about the Saturn return um, until I was close to 28. So I was already quite into it and I was already heavily affected by my Saturn return at that point. So absolutely, this is totally relevant for anyone, no matter what age you are, because basically what the Saturn return is about is like, this is the point in your life where you're starting to get redirected onto the path that you're supposed to be on. So there's going to be a good chance that around this age, you're going to be pulled and challenged in a particular area or potentially a few areas of your life. And so that's why I really want to teach you how to know what area of your life is going to be affected so that you can actually proactively work towards moving and integrating into this correct direction. Because that's what Saturn is all about. Saturn is the teacher in astrology. Saturn is all about our structure and direction in life. And he's just He's the okay. The analogy I always use with people is Saturn drops you off when you're born and he lets you go off on your little journey through life for the first 27 years. And then, as as he comes back closer to the point where he dropped you off originally, he's going to start pulling you back on track. And it's going to be a really soft pull if you're not too far off course. But if you are far off course, it's going to fucking hurt. I know mine's hurt, and I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. For everyone else so that masterclass is currently $77 but that will go up in price as well once the masterclass is done so I'm really really excited for that because I love teaching astrology um, so besides that I've just got one-on-one coaching spots available as well for either business coaching or just spiritual coaching I'll have the links below for all of that yeah, I think that's basically... Oh, my usual full and new moon ceremonies and all my readings mm-hmm. and stuff. Just the usual, like, little EDB stuff we always do. We're always, you know, open for that. Yeah, and I... So your new moon is... Wow. Full, full moon is the 12th? Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to be running the full moon ceremony on Friday the 12th. Yeah, so I'll just put that in my diary now. Yeah. And then on the 23rd, we enter Virgo season. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for my season. Yeah, it's almost Virgo season, which means we're almost a Libra season. <laughs> Can we just celebrate Virgo? Okay, well, fine. We'll celebrate Virgo. (laughs) Amazing. Well, that's that's all I have. Anything else? That's it. No, that's all I've got. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much, and we'll catch you in next week's episode.